Welcome to The Sting, the official student-run podcast of Howard Payne University, produced by the Department of Communication. I'm your host, Ben Sarton. And this first episode of the spring 2023 semester, we'll be doing an interview with Cody Feist, Mariah Garcia, and Colin Thompson, all about campus celebration that they help lead. Uh, it was a really cool conversation that we had with them, and they're going to share about uh, the leadership they're taking on and also how they're encouraging other students to get involved and take on some leadership with that event that happens every other week. So if campus celebration is something you've attended or been a part of, I think you'll really enjoy our discussion. And if it's something you know nothing about, this is your chance to learn uh, what it is and how you could benefit by being a part of it as well. Uh, after the interview, we did a game with them that was uh, crazy sermon illustrations where they had to guess uh, what the meaning behind the illustration that the pastor used was. That was a lot of fun and really enjoyed that. And then finally, we have our sports segment with Jason. He's going to do a brief recap. And then we'll wrap up the, the episode with just a couple of announcements. So thanks for tuning in. And with that, let's go to our first interview with the Campus Celebration team. I'm now joined by Cody Feist, Colin Thompson, and Mariah Garcia to talk about Campus Celebration. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Okay, the first question I have is just go ahead and share a little bit about yourselves and how you first got involved uh, with Campus Celebration and became part of that lead team. So Cody, go ahead and start us. So my name is Cody Feist. I'm from Comanche, Texas. Um, I'm a second year HPU student. I'm a sophomore. Um, I got involved with Campus. Well, originally I just went to Campus Celebration whenever I was a freshman here and then um my freshman spring semester, I actually got involved with the BSM, got on the BSM. BSM means Baptist Student Ministry, by the way. I got on the Baptist Student Ministry leadership team, and we each have different ministries. Okay. And so through the course of time, I became involved with Campus Celebration. That's awesome. Okay, Colin? Yeah, um, my name's Colin Thompson. I am from DeLeon, Texas. Um I am a freshman, technically. Um, I have the hours to be a sophomore. I'm a Christian studies major with emphasis in ministry leadership, and I have a minor in biblical languages and psychology. Okay. Um, I joined the BSM lead team towards the end of last semester, and I'm new to the whole campus celebration thing. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Mariah Garcia. I'm a sophomore. I'm an academy and chemistry major. I joined the BSM because I personally wanted to grow in my faith. And um, while you're joining the BSM team, they ask you where you would best fit. And I thought Campus Celebration would be a good fit for me because I love meeting new people. I love organizing and planning things. So, And it has been a really good fit. That's awesome. Cool. Well, um, for any of our listeners that have just kind of gotten completely lost at this point, <laughs> let's go <laughs> ahead and talk about uh, what is Campus Celebration and what does it typically look like? You want to go ahead and take that one, Cody? Yeah, I got this. Um, so Campus Celebration is a Baptist student ministry event that happens every other Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Um, that time may change every once in a while, but Basically, it is a place, I mean, this is our purpose for it. This is 
what we're doing it for. We want it to be a place where students can come together, have a time of spiritual refreshment, have a time where they can build community, meet new people at HPU, Okay. Just really find a Christian community at Howard Payne. And it's also a place where um, students who are interested in leading worship, who are interested in bringing a message, just growing in their faith or maybe taking a step in their faith, that we're just trying to create a space where they can come and do that from 9 to 10 every other Thursday night. That's awesome. So what does that uh, typically look like in terms of what happens you know, when students come and kind of the order of events? So, yeah, so we usually start around nine and then we just welcome everyone in. Um, we try to like greet everyone and then we open up with a prayer, do a couple of announcements. Um, and then we usually go right into worship and then we'll have a student speaker speak for about 10, 15 minutes uh, over what the Lord has been teaching them. Um, just something God has placed in their hearts. Um, just really getting up there and just sharing um, what's on their heart. And then okay. we'll usually end off with a game. And this is what it typically typically looks like, but we're not like on any restrictions. We're open to like yeah. letting God work, whatever needs to be done to be done and to for God to use campus celebration in the way that he needs to and the way that we can glorify him. Yeah, I know. I can't, I got to come a couple of times last semester and, you know, one time we all did... Uh, some game like with a cup we were flipping or something mm. and uh, that was really fun and then i think i came one night and it was testimony night and like several mm -hmm. students were uh getting up and just sharing stories of what god had done in their lives so yeah. uh definitely seems like there's a lot of variety since you do have students getting involved and students leading it's going to be different from yep. uh time to time so yeah. that's really cool mm -hmm. well let me go ahead and ask uh what's your favorite part about helping with campus celebration for me, um, my favorite part has been just getting to know, I mean, the people I work with, I've definitely got a better relationship with Mariah, gotten to know her, and now I'm getting to know Colin better. Um, yeah. And also just whenever we're there on Thursday nights and we, like one of our goals this year is to try to worship in new ways, try to experience God mm. in a different way, you know, because sometimes we get so used to the way we do things on Sunday mornings that we forget that like our God is infinite and there's right. you know probably an infinite number of ways to give worship, give praise to him. So yeah, just getting to see some of our friends come together and share their story, share a message that the Lord put on their heart or, you know, we come together and we worship and they're leading worship for the first time. So stuff like that is probably my favorite part. Yeah, I would also second that and just getting to like meet new people and like the new mm. freshmen and them yeah. inviting friends. And yeah, like what Cody said, getting to see our friends just really speak and um, say what's on their hearts. So. That's really cool. Sounds like you you also really end up with a lot of kind of diversity in uh, the types of obviously there's a lot of students at Howard Payne that go to a lot of different types of churches mm -hmm. and have mm -hmm. different um, backgrounds, you know, whether that's denomination or just those different expectations. So, uh, it seems like you kind of have a cool mix of just, uh, all different, different believers from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. yeah. um, all worshiping together is really yeah. cool. Well, I mean, like just to share, like, that's one of the things like we did last year was we tried, we did a worship night and an original mm -hmm. song night where, you know, people came together. Some people brought their original songs that they had written, um, and they yeah. performed them, and it was just a really cool time of worship. 
and we tried like we instead of being sometimes usually we're up on the stage in Grace Chapel but this time we all got down on the floor we kind of circled the chairs and this was Mariah's idea was we're going to try this thing called circle worship where okay sounds kind of cultish but it's not but (laughs) it's uh um basically just like everybody's kind of standing in a semi-circle around people playing okay just to try something different you know so we want to change it up that's really cool that's awesome um well what's one thing as you've helped with campus celebration that god has taught you uh through your involvement i know colin you're like brand new you're just now starting to help so you probably (laughs) haven't learned anything yet but you will um but what about for y'all mariah and and cody I guess for me that like not everything has to go like according to plan that just Mm -hmm. to let God work and he will work because God is always working and always moving um, and just allowing him to do what he does best. Um, I would say that would be my answer. Wow. That's really cool. That's great. Um, I think he's definitely taught me to be more considerate of those around me, like Mm -hmm. especially with planning, because I felt like. Last year, whenever it was, me and Mariah did campus celebration together for the bulk of the year, and honestly, like, I'm just not the guy who plans very well. <laughs> and so we would go into stuff, and, you know, I didn't always have a solid plan on this is who we're bringing in this week, you know, and it was kind of a week-to-week thing. Yeah. And it really stressed Mariah out, so I think one of the <laughs> things, and that's not a bad thing, that's, that's her personality. She need, wants to have things organized, and that's a good thing. So I've tried to accommodate that and we're moving in more of a direction where we can have things planned out and, you know, not to the nth degree, but like to where there's still room for God to move and, you know, just have things a little more organized, I guess, is what he's been teaching me. That's really cool because y'all have basically opposite answers. On the one (laughs) hand, Mariah, God is teaching and she has learned like, okay, God's going to work no matter what happens. Even if we're completely unready, mm. he's going to show up and he's going to do what he does. And Cody, you're kind of learning that God will use your efforts yeah. in putting in that more organizational time. And it sounds like y'all are balancing each other well in that sense. So yes. that's really cool to see. Good luck, Colin. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who knows no, what's going to happen this semester? But. <laughs> Cody and Colin have been the best um, partners. So I'm excited mm. for this semester. Oh, that's great. That's really cool. Okay, so last question I have for you is what would you say to a student who's kind of on the fence about coming, think they might, or maybe they're just now hearing about it? Um, why should they take their time and come to campus celebration? Um, I guess I would say that, well, for me, whenever I first, I remember the first time I came to a campus celebration and they were actually having it out on the pergola mm. uh, behind Mims Auditorium. And it was kind of the first thing I participated in whenever I was at Howard Payne. And, you know, I got to know some new people there. But I would just say that for me, it's been a place where I can go to um, meet new people from Mm -hmm. Howard Payne and develop closer friendships. And it also gave me, I led worship there a few times my first semester. So it was a really cool opportunity to do that and just to be participating in something meaningful while I was here. So. And I would just say that also if students are looking for a place to come or maybe they don't have a good friend group or they just want to find a Christian community, like our goal is we want to, me and Mariah and Colin are in prayer about this and we want um, 
we just want you to know that we care about you and like mm-hmm. that if you come to campus celebration that we want it to be a place where you can meet Jesus and you can just see the love that he has for us mm-hmm. and hopefully find that community you're looking for. That was really well said. Yeah. Um, I guess if I were to add on to that, um, I know um, when I first came to campus celebration, um, wasn't very long ago, but still, um, yeah. the thing that kind of hit me the most was just like the, the community that you have there. Because I guess back home from Dillion, where I'm from, but um, we never really had like a, a strong Christian community and just being able to come there and experience that and meeting new friends and all of that, it's just been a really great experience. Well, it sounds like all of you have had great experiences with Campus Celebration. That's why you're involved. And uh, I definitely encourage like all of our listeners to come and experience it. If you've been before, it sounds like this semester is going to be better than ever. And if you haven't come, then this is your chance to get plugged in and see what it's all about. So that first week of it for this semester is going to be February 9th. So if you happen to be listening to this right when we release it, then uh, go ahead and make it out there. And then it's every other week after that. So uh, make sure that you come on out and see it. And then if I'm not mistaken, I believe that the BSM has an Instagram page with updates. So be sure you're following the BSM Instagram for any updates about campus celebration and other ministries that are going on. And with that, it's time for a game. All right. The name of the game is sermon illustration mayhem, which, uh, Definitely, I just made that up, so that's why it sounds so crazy. Uh, I think we've all seen some messages where some pastors had some very creative illustrations for their points. So I have compiled a list here of some sermon illustrations, and I'm going to describe to you uh, what the illustration was that this pastor did in their message, and then you have to guess uh, which of the answers is actually the point they were trying to make. So we'll jump in with the first question here. Number one. The pastor puts on increasing amounts of large bags and eventually has a church member climb on his shoulders before going back up the stairs to the stage with the person on piggyback. What was his point? A. Jesus can carry all of your problems and our whole selves. B. We can't carry the problems of everyone around us. We have to point them to Jesus. C. When we hold grudges, we are carrying baggage that can hinder our walk with God. D, we should be the type of friends who will carry those around us to Jesus, even in the midst of our busyness. All right, what do you think? Oh, man. Um, I think it would probably be B. Okay. We, have to, we can't carry the problems of everyone around us. We have to point them to Jesus. I'm going to go with A, just because I think Jesus can carry all of our problems in our whole selves, like, I feel like that sermon Sounds illustration like is, yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't want to overcomplicate it, you know. What do you think, Mariah? I'm also going to go with B. It was either between B or C for me. Uh-huh. Oh, you're going to be mad then because the correct answer is actually C. Oh, my uh, God. When we, oh, we are carrying baggage that can hinder our walk with God. Wow. All right, we'll go on to the second question here. Uh, pastor comes on stage dressed in a biblical costume, like a white robe and kind of a blue uh, striped cloak, a head covering. And a pole is through his costume on his shoulders and is holding a human-sized figure in a black hooded cloak on both sides of him. 
it uh, makes it look as if he has someone someone standing on his right and on his left, like kind of these two dummies in these black cloaks. He preached the entire message like this. What did this represent? A, the pastor was Shadrach and the dummies were Meshach and Abednego. B, Jesus being tempted in the wilderness and how we're tempted on both sides. C, how the Holy Trinity is three in one. Or D, Jesus being crucified next to the two criminals. And uh, we won't provide commentary on if we think these are helpful <laughs> illustrations. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'm going to go with D, Jesus being crucified next to the two criminals, just because they're... Yeah, I feel like that's probably the most logical. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with C. Okay, the Holy Trinity. What do you think, Colin? I'm going to go with C because it seems the least logical. <laughs> Uh, the correct answer is actually A. The Bro, pastor what? was supposed oh to be Shadrach, and the dummies <laughs> were Meshach and Abednego. So the two guys were had, had black hooded cloak on That's both the... sides of them, and there were four people. And they oh, did, shit. and I don't know why they were in black cloaks, but okay. um, that was his uh, that was his his way of representing that. Well, that's a good mm-hmm. illustration then. Yeah, and the message series was uh, during Halloween, and he was saying like, you should do different costumes on Halloween. Oh, that would be a cool costume, actually. <laughs> have people that's, ask you about that's it. That's legit. Know? So, pretty interesting. Okay, this third one uh, is a little controversial, so you don't have to nice. weigh in on if you like him doing this, but this is no. what he did. Pastor has a fishbowl on the stage filled with live goldfish. He scoops out a handful and throws them across the sanctuary. What was his point? A, sometimes if we don't get out of our comfort zone by choice... God will have to throw us. B, sin moves fast and we have to catch it and throw it out at all costs, even though it hurts us to watch it die. C, we're called to be fishers of men. And if we have to get, if we have, and we have to go get the fish and bring them to Jesus or they'll die. D, there isn't enough room in your life for everything. Just like there's not enough room in this fishbowl for all the fish. Get rid of what you don't need at all costs. Hmm. And uh, there was definitely screams in the audience when he threw the fish. It was was crazy. (laughs) This is definitely an interesting one, and I'm just going to go with D. Okay, it's not enough room in your life for everything. I'm going to say, sometimes if we don't get out of our comfort zone by choice, God will have to throw us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to go with A as well. Hmm. All right, the correct answer is... C, we're called to be fishers of men, and we have to go get the fish and bring them to Jesus, or they'll die. So the audience is supposed to be Jesus or something? Uh, the audience is actually supposed to bring the fish back to the uh, water so that gotcha. they can have life. And actually, and I didn't put this in here because it would have given it away, but the audience picked up the fish and brought them back to the fish bowl. Okay. And, you know, okay. kept that's, them from dying. That's so. better. That's I thought good. they just laid out in the auditorium after I, that. I don't know that they all survived, <laughs> but um, at least some of them were saved. I don't know. Okay, on to question four. On stage, there are boxes stacked up in a pyramid with the following labels. Education, profession, employment, sustenance, rest, relationship, business, marriage, home, and God. God is put on top of the pyramid. And then the pastor handwrites the word toilet on another box and puts it on top of the pyramid above God. What was his point? A, treat God like a toilet and bring him all of your waste. B, if you only give 90 minutes to God a week, you're spending more time on the toilet, and God deserves better. (laughs) C, God wants to be in every part of our lives, even the uncomfortable ones. 
D, anything in your life can be put in a box except for God. I'm going to go with C. God wants to be in every part of our lives, even the uncomfortable ones. What do y'all think? If you only give 90 minutes to God a week, you're spending more time on the toilet, and God deserves better. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. Um, I, I feel like it's going to be A. Treat God like a toilet and bring him all of your waste. Wow. <laughs> the correct answer is actually B. If you only give 90 minutes to yes. God a week, you're spending more time on the toilet and God deserves better. Where'd you get these sermons from? I definitely just searched on YouTube weird sermon illustrations. Nice. And just picked the best ones that came <laughs> <Yeah>. up. So. <laughs> all right, we have a couple more here before we run out of time. Um, number five, pastor rips a tea bag in half and pours out its contents on a plate. He then opens up the tea bag so it can stand up on its own. Then he lights the top of it on fire, letting it burn down to its last bit. And as it burns to the bottom, it flies up to the ceiling as the last of its burning. What was his point? A. Things are wasted when they're not used for their right purpose. B. Empty yourself because you can't take anything physical with you to heaven. C. When we give ourselves to a life of sin, it leaves nothing but a mess behind. D, Jesus removes all of our sins, ignites us with the Holy Spirit, and then we rise to heaven when we die. Um, I think I'm going to go with D. Okay. I'll say empty yourselves because you can't take anything physical Mm -hmm. with you to heaven. What do you think, Mariah? I'm not sure. I'm just going to go with A. Things are wasted when they're not used for their right purpose. The correct answer is D. Jesus removes all of our sin, ignites us with the Holy Spirit, and then we rise to heaven when we die. All right, we got one point for Colin, one point for Cody. See if uh, this might be a tiebreaker. We got one question left, or it could be that Mariah's the only one that gets a point, and we just have a three-way tie, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, last question. The pastor puts a rock in a bucket and pours water on it. Then he puts a sponge in the water and pours more water on it. What is his point? A, Jesus is the firm foundation to build our lives on. Don't build your life on something that will change with the world. B, Hard-headed people are like the rock, and the Word of God just bounces off and can't get in. Be like a sponge and absorb what God is telling you. C. Jesus is our anchor in the storm. He won't float away when the waters rise. D. Be like a rock and don't absorb the world around you, because uh, people who are sponges are filled with the world instead of being filled by God. I'm going to say D. Be like a rock and don't absorb the world you're surrounded by. Alright. I'm gonna say A. A. Jesus is the firm foundation to build our lives on. Don't build your life on something that will change. I guess I'm just gonna go with B. I don't know. Alright. And for our last question, the correct answer is B. Hard headed people are like the rock. (laughs) The word of God just bounces off and can't get in. Be like a sponge and absorb what God is telling you. So, Colin is our champion with two points. Uh, good good job. Job. Good job. That was unexpected. <laughs> um, thanks for playing. Um, there really wasn't any rhyme or reason to that, but uh, I hope you I'm going to use some of those. I'm going <laughs> to do the fish So if you, if, if you come to campus celebration, you might see some creative illustrations yes. in the coming weeks. Um, please, yeah. please, I'm going to be a, an advocate for don't throw live fish across the room. I <laughs> yeah. uh, think there's some... Some ethical question with that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. In any case, thank you guys so much for being on. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, with that, it's time for us to go on to our sports segment with Jason. Welcome back to the sports section with Jason Turner. I will talk about 
my intramural game last night, man's and women's basketball. My game last night, you know, it was a it was a super very hard fought battle. You know, we took a blowout loss, but it's okay. We're gonna bounce back. We lost to the best team in the league. Uh, I had a, I think I had a double double, fifteen points, ten rebounds. Uh, the other guys they played hard. You know, they had a bunch of rebounds together. Men's men's basketball, the three nineteen, the last game versus versus Concordia University. 80 to 70, they lost, but uh, they're gonna bounce back next game. Armani, uh, he's had 22 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, and three steals. Miles Kohler with 14 points, two two steals, and eight rebounds. Next game is February 9th, and women's basketball, two and 20. Last game was also versus Concordia University. They lost 90, 91 to 75. Kaylin Ward with 13 points, one steal, and two rebounds. Trinity got Greenwell with 13 points, two rebounds, and one assist. Next game is February 9th, and Ben will come back to explain the word sneak game. Thank you, Jason. Uh, before we close out our first episode of the semester, we want to let you know about our word sneak that we're doing for next episode. So this is something we did last semester. Basically, if you have any silly, crazy, bizarre words to use in casual conversation, uh, send those to us, and we're going to try to fit them in throughout our next episode in the midst of any interview, any segment that we're doing. We're just going to try to sneak the words in as casually as possible. Um, so we'll be asking for those on our Instagram story. So be sure you're following us on Instagram and send us any words that come to mind. Um, if you have any feedback, comments, or questions about the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can message us on Instagram at HPUTheSting, or you can also email us at the email address HPUTheSting at gmail.com. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Cody, Mariah, and Colin for being such great guests and sharing about campus celebration. And uh, we will be back in two weeks. Love y'all.